Welcome to Dads, Daughters, and Dollars, a financial podcast for everyone. Now, here's one of my favorite people. <laughs> I'm Sean, the dad, clearly the favorite. And I'm Caitlin, the daughter, clearly my dad's mistaken. Welcome back to Dads, Daughters, and Dollars, and Deanne. Yes, hello, everybody. We haven't officially renamed the show, but because she's <laughs> here so much, uh, I know. we'll have to talk to the daughter yeah, about that. I know. Why are we excited? <laughs> Why are we excited? Because tomorrow... Oh, she comes home. The daughter returns. Yeah, she's been gone a long time. She shot her last game last night, yep. which was... Uh, Nether- Norway? Netherlands, Netherlands and Spain, Spain and yeah. it went into extra time and Spain won 2-1. Yeah. Uh, we didn't actually see her on the TV, so we need to talk to Fox about their coverage. <laughs> I think but, she was assigned elsewhere. No, I'm sure she got some field time, but we didn't ever see her on camera like we usually do. So, But we're happy to have her back after yeah. like... 35 days being gone. Very happy. So great. Very um, happy. Anyhow, so today I want to ask you a question before I tell you what the show's about. If you open an IRA, you need to have earned income, right? True or false? Right. That is mostly true, mm-hmm. but with one exception, false. What? So there's a thing called the spousal IRA. That's the one exception to the rule. The spousal IRA lets couples save for retirement, even if only one spouse works and has earned income. Makes sense. All right, so I'm going to give you a quick history. So the IRA became law in 1974 under the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, or what people call ERISA, right? It's the the, just the letters of each, the front of each word. So be careful if you name your child that. Okay, yes. sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the IRA is, is allowed workers to save for retirement and take a tax deduction. All right, so this is just a regular IRA. Mm-hmm. But there was a catch. In order to open and fund each IRA, this is back in 70, 1974, mm-hmm. you had to have earned income. Mm-hmm. However, married women who were stay-at-home moms in 1974 weren't considered working. Right. So how bizarre was that? Yeah, well, Congress you know, thought that. Uh, don't even get me started. <laughs> so they were prohibited for saving for retirement. Of course. Okay, right? Because so, they're not doing anything Well, and I'm going to throw in this. Nothing. You know, I'm looking at my notes, but I'm going to throw in this thing off the top of my head that I know from previous shows. Here's what's so bizarre about not letting women save for retirement back in 1974. In general... They live three to seven years longer than men. So they need the money. They need to have their retirement funded early. How dare they? Okay. Uh, Sorry, I'm off my soapbox. Uh, Well, I'm on it. I'm standing right here. Go ahead. All right. (laughs) So after a few years, that changed. And then women were allowed to put away, wow, a total of $250 while the men were being able to put away $2,000. Oh, my God. Right. So, finally, in 1996, several women senators fought to have homemakers be able to save the same full retirement in a spousal IRA that their spouse could save if they were the working parent, right? All right. So, what is a spousal IRA? You're going to tell me. Yes. It's an individual (laughs) retirement account in which the working spouse contributes to the IRA of the non-working spouse who 
who has little or no income. Mm-hmm. And what do I mean by that? So in general, if you were a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home dad, and you're making no money because you're taking care of three kids who are like one, three, and five, then, and you know, and you're- Right, so, I get it. You, and the house. And, but they've uh-huh. done- they've You're done, working a full-time job without getting paid. Go but, ahead. No, but let me finish that. They've done the math because a lot of couples have done this. They've done the math and it's cheaper for them to, as a parent to take care of the three kids than to pay for childcare. Yeah, I get it. Like it wouldn't make up for- Yeah, there's more money going out. Job. Yeah. So- so by spouse, I mean a married couple, and that includes same-sex married couples. This applies to. Okay. All right. So the money in a spousal IRA can be a regular IRA or it can be a Roth IRA. So this is the exception to the rule that a person must have earned income, right? So how does a spousal IRA work? Mm-hmm. There's no special spousal IRA, like if you call Schwab or Fidelity, or Vanguard and go, oh, can I have a spouse? It's just a regular IRA. Mm -hmm. It just, the IRS said, even if you're not making any money, but you're married to someone who is, and they can contribute on your behalf, then it's fine. So it's just a regular IRA. So both spouses can have an IRA, or both spouses can have a Roth IRA, even if only one spouse works. Now, doesn't it also... I mean, you can only put away as much money as you can afford to put away. Correct. So you might not, so basically you're potentially saving less money for both of you. Saving less money, oh, forget it, go ahead. So, but the key to being able to put away money for your, in the spousal IRA is the working spouse must make at least as much money as you're contributing. So like here we're talking in 19, or not 19, this is 2023. You can contribute in the year 2023, 6,500 per person into either an IRA or a Roth IRA. So that's $13,000 combined. Mm -hmm. So let's say the dad is, or the mom is making $100,000. You have covered being able to put 13,000 in. And I'm not just saying based on what their bills are. You must physically show in the, the, in the IRS that you are making at least $13,000 when you turn in your tax return. Right, yeah, Or of course. you putting in the $13,000 because you got some money from a parent yeah. is illegal. Okay. You have to have shown you have enough taxes to cover that or tax money. All right, so we're going to take a quick break because this is one of those popcorn episodes. And then when we come back, I'm going to give an example of how this actually works. And so if you're considering doing a spousal IRA, you'll know exactly. Hey, everyone. Just want to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. It's the app we use to get our podcast to you. Sean and Caitlin have really enjoyed their experience, and it's super easy to use. Certainly, if Sean can use it, hey, you can. We really think everyone should use Spotify for Podcasters. Start talking about your hobbies or your deepest, darkest secrets. Something. You won't regret it. Okay, so we're back and we're talking about spousal IRAs. So I'm going to give an example. Say one spouse, Vicky. Hi, Vicky. <laughs> is a CPA and she makes $150,000 a year. Her husband, Kevin, stays at home with their children ages two and four. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait a second. That's so hard. That is just so hard. It boggles my mind. But go ahead. All right. 
All right, but Kevin, you know, he drinks a lot, so it works. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Now I understand. So, Vicky, the working spouse, can contribute to her regular or Roth IRA up to 6500 as of 2023, which is when we're recording this, August of 2023, and can contribute 6500 to Kevin's regular or Roth IRA. Now, if either of them is over age 50, Ugh. you can put another $1,000. Okay. So seventy five hundred into each one, assuming that Vicky was over fifty and Kevin was over fifty. Man, my heart just bleeds for Kevin. But <laughs> stop! <laughs> this became a comedy hour. All right. So you know how I said the key is that the working spouse must earn as much money as yes. is contributed to all the couple IRAs. Yes. So in our example, Vicky needs to make over thirteen thousand dollars, sixty five hundred right. each, right. or she needs. And since she makes $150,000 a year, there's no problem. She can easily contribute 15000 which would be 7500 each, well, if either one was over 50 Or if Kevin turned 50 before she did, you could put 7500 in his and still the 6500 in her because she's under 50 Yes, yes, all of that, except unless their bills are so much that they can't afford to put that much away. Correct, but yeah. what, okay. uh, well, but I'm just talking about a spousal IRA. I get it. And we're saying 150000 so okay. we're making the assumption they can. We're making the okay. assumption that they're not stupid, right. that they made 20000 they put away 15000 because they're both over that, and then the kids have to live on the street. We're assuming that, okay? <laughs> All right. So these we are the- are a comedy show. These, the spousal IRA rules to consider. <laughs> to do this, what we just talked about, the couple must file taxes married filing jointly. You can't file separately and do this. You must file jointly. Your adjusted gross income must be under $228,000 a year um, when filing taxes, married, filing jointly. Mm -hmm. So if for some reason the Vicky CPA made over $228,000, you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA and do the spousal IRA. You could do it into a regular IRA only. All right. Now, uh, the non-working spouse can either open a regular IRA or a Roth IRA. That's one of the rules. You have the option. Mm -hmm. The spousal IRA is not co-owned. It's not like Vicky owns it and uh, Kevin owns it. Whoever's name is on that particular IRA, that's who owns it. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, a couple, if they're smart, you make a will and you say, whatever happens to Kevin... Vicky gets and whatever happens to Vicky, Kevin gets, mm-hmm. you know, so that's the way to beat that. Oh, it's not co-owned by us. Yeah, the, the, that person yeah, yeah, yeah. becomes a beneficiary. Sure. Um, and there's no age limit for contributing to the spousal IRA, whether it's a traditional or Roth IRA. So saying Vicky decided to work until age 70 and Kevin was still taking care of the the kids who are now 42. They're, they're, and f- well, they're in college. If, if he's 70, now they're in college. Now they're Whatever, really throwing the I'm money gonna, out. I'm just going to say these are two kids who uh, are not making that Look, much money. If Kevin was 50 when they were two and four, and now they're 20, he's, no, I'm, no, he's I'm, going to graduation. That was a guess. That's But let's say <laughs> the two kids are living at home, and they're 42 and 44. Now, now you can say, oi. Oh, All right. Um so there's no age limit if Vicky was still working at age 70. You can continue contributing to both yours and the spousal IRA. All right. 
So why do I bring up IRAs and Roth IRAs a lot? And we did an episode, I believe, in the first season. It was probably one of our first five episodes, and I'll link to it. Why my dad wants to marry Roth IRAs. Mm. And the reason I bring up this, and this is another type of IRA, and in a future episode, we're going to do backdoor Roth IRAs. But this spousal IRA, and why I bring up IRAs and Roth IRAs a lot, is that in 2021, of all the households in America that could contribute to a uh, IRA or Roth IRA, only 15% did. And I don't know if it's... Lack of education, or they know about education. People don't, don't know. They don't know how to call a, or they're unable to. But, but before we say unable, this is of the people who could afford oh, who to could. do it. Okay, yeah. Only fifteen percent did. Yeah. So maybe it's potentially. I'm afraid to call Fidelity, Schwab, Vanguard, and say, "How do I set it up?" And they can walk you through it, and they can walk it through online, and it's pretty simple. And you can ask 50 questions and you're not going to be an idiot. It's just very easy. It will probably take 10 to 12 minutes. But only 15% contributed to it. The number two reason why I'm bringing up IRAs and Roth IRAs so much is that the number one regret that people at age 65 have is they didn't start saving for retirement sooner. So what it's not unusual for someone who's 52 goes, Wow, I, I don't even want to work till 65. I'm going to probably work till 62, and then I want to retire because I don't like my job anymore. Oh, I got to start saving for retirement. So now they make the phone call to yeah. Schwab and Fidelity and Vanguard and say, what do I need to do? And they think in 10 years they're going to make up. There's probably no way they're going to make up because they're losing the time of contributing when you were earlier. Right. So this is why I'm always on my soapbox about that. Um, mm-hmm. But that's our episode. I, I'm sorry I, I gave you a lot of shock when I said two kids ages two and four. <laughs> yeah, well, and let me put it on the mind. put it on the record for anyone who's listening. Had I been the stay at home dad, and we had a two and four year old, and you were out working, I would have done it with pleasure. I know they hey, can drive you crazy, but it's your two kids. You know, it's I just I remember I took. I took the first three years off when Caitlin was born. And I know that it's easy for some people. And it was not easy for me. I love her with all my heart. But it, you know, having kids and raising kids is just about the hardest thing you'll ever do. I I remember a friend uh, at the preschool that had two kids, maybe 18, 20 months apart. And later on when I saw her, I said, you know, I just, I always bow down to people with multiple kids I don't know how you do it. She said, I don't remember any part of that. She said, I, I was so tired and I did so much. She said, it's all a blank. She said, I I don't remember anything. And I'm like, oh, that's hard. But you know, look, people do it and it's great and uh, it's all good. And I just hear two and four and my mind blows. And so we're all different. It was it's an okay. example. Don't go into shock. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was an example. I all right. So that's our episode this week about spousal IRAs. I, I kid Caitlin from time to time saying we're going to do a popcorn episode. This one's only a little bit over 15 minutes. Um, I just have to make a quick shout out to John Boyd for letting me steal his. Oh. Okay, that's all. I'm sorry. All right. Thanks, John. Uh, All right, so we will talk to you again next week, and we're going to do a little bit of a 
retirement series here, I'm going to talk about backdoor Roth IRAs in a quick upcoming episode. But uh, we hope everybody's doing well. We thank our 34 countries. Yes, thank you. If you haven't already, please subscribe and we will see you soon. Take care. The content on Dads, Daughters, and Dollars is for informational purposes only and does not constitute professional financial advice. Listeners should consult an attorney, accountant, financial planner, or other professionals to suit your specific needs.